This week's edition of the Detroit Bureau's Headlight News is brought to you by Toyota. Take your adventures further with the RAV4 Hybrid's advanced engine that produces an ample 219 combined net horsepower and has an EPA-estimated 40 combined MPG. A hybrid-exclusive XSE-grade pushes it further with its sport-tuned suspension and styling. Visit toyota.com slash rav4hybrid to find out more. This is the DetroitBureau.com's Headlight News. I'm Paul Eisenstein. Welcome. It was a busy week in the automotive world, and here are some of the big stories we've been covering on TheDetroitBureau.com. The annual New York Auto Show returns this week after dealing with COVID for two years, and we've been offering a glimpse of what's on tap. This year's show will be relatively modest in size compared to pre-pandemic events, but there'll still be a number of important debuts from a mix of manufacturers. We've already gotten a few teasers, including updated versions of the Hyundai Palisade and Kia Telluride SUVs. Kia also will show off the 2023 Nero, and Stellantis will introduce the new Hurricane engine set to replace its legendary Hemi V8. Vietnamese startup VinFast will be in New York as well, with the two all-electric models that plans to start selling in the U.S. late this year. The automaker plans to build an American assembly plant and, last week, confirmed plans to raise money through an IPO. There'll be lots of new EVs at the New York Auto Show this week, but NHTSA is looking at some old models. Federal regulators have launched an investigation into the recall of vehicles using batteries produced by Korea's LG Energy Solutions. They've been linked to a number of fires and other problems and have forced recalls by five different automakers, including Mercedes-Benz and GM. Tesla is set to get into the robo-taxi business using a version of its full self-driving technology. Speaking at the opening ceremonies for the company's new Texas Gigafactory, CEO Elon Musk claimed that driverless cabs will look futuristic, but he left out one key detail, when they'll go into production. Tesla is way behind schedule on other new models, including its Roadster, Cybertruck, and Semi. General Motors, meanwhile, is already using fully driverless prototypes in its RoboCab fleet in San Francisco. And CEO Mary Barra revealed plans to launch production of a dedicated driverless shuttle dubbed the Cruise Origin in 2023. Barra said the technology will be ready for sale to consumers as well, though not until later in the decade. Expected to be costly and initially offered only on high-end models. Gas prices have dipped a bit since President Joe Biden announced a massive release of oil from the U.S. strategic reserves. But experts warn the worst may not be over yet. The same holds true for the surge in new vehicle prices, even as motorists struggle to find vehicles on dealer lots. With semiconductors in short supply, Toyota announced last week it has had to cut production plans again for 2022. And Nissan is yet again delaying the launch of its next battery electric vehicle, the Aria. It was supposed to reach U.S. showrooms in March, but now won't go on sale until May at the earliest. And finally, Jeep is keeping the tradition alive, rolling out an assortment of concepts and specially modified SUVs it'll take to Moab, Utah for its annual Easter safari. The event gives Jeep a chance to tease upcoming models, introduce new off-road accessories, and get feedback from existing owners. And those are the stories making headlines on TheDetroitBureau.com. Now for the week's top story, here's Joe Sesney. Thanks, Paul. Several new industry-related numbers are serving to underscore the challenges facing automakers and consumers this year. Toyota revised its outlook for new vehicle sales in the U.S. for 2022 downward by about 1 million vehicles to 15.5 million. It's not a lack of demand driving the number down, but a lack of availability, Toyota officials note. 
Bob Carter, Toyota Executive Vice President, adds the company's inventory of unsold vehicles is hovering around a 10-day supply, while a 40- to 45-day supply used to be considered normal. More importantly, the situation may not improve until 2023. Carter also notes carmakers are facing big increases for prices for raw materials such as steel, aluminum, cobalt, and nickel. The prices are going up quickly on the heels of the outbreak of war in Ukraine, and the semiconductor shortage continues to haunt the industry. The lack of inventory meant companies such as Ford, Mercedes-Benz, and Volkswagen, which had been hoping to get a lift from sales of new electric vehicles, instead reported double-digit declines for the first quarter. Meanwhile, near-record gas prices are still giving consumers pause. The release of 1 million barrels of crude oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve halted the upward pressure on prices at the pump, but it still costs more than $4 per gallon. That's the top story. Now let's go to Mike Strong, who has this week's review. Thanks, Joe. The 2022 GMC EV Edition 1 is just like its forefather, the Hummer H2. Big, brawny, and off-road capable. Unlike the H2, it's also fast, quiet, and comfortable. And where the original was a gas hog, today's version uses no gas at all. More importantly, this four-wheeled contradiction may be the most impressive machine on the road today. I spent nearly three days in Phoenix, Arizona putting this beast through a variety of tests, and here's what I found. With its extreme off-road package, it climbs and descends steep grades with ease, courtesy of its one-pedal driving control. It can get itself out of trouble using crowd-walk mode or extract mode, and then navigate the tightest turns with its four-wheel steering. It also blasts from 0 to 60 in just 3 seconds. Moving more than 9,000 pounds from a dead stop to 60 miles an hour is ridiculous. Ridiculous fun. I also got a chance to put it through one of the most grueling tests of all, the commute home. The bumper-to-bumper crawl was a breeze, and another area where one-pedal driving really shines. The interior is spacious and comfortable, filled with plenty of cues to remind you, you are in a Hummer. However, the Edition 1 is not the most luxurious cabin ever. There are a lot of plastic surfaces, as well as vinyl flooring and rubber mats, all designed for easy cleaning after a day of off-roading. So for those assuming it's going to be swathed in leather and rare woods because the price tag exceeds hundred grand you'll need to recalibrate your expectations. The Hummer's a technological marvel, and much of that can be accessed through two large displays. A 13.4-inch diagonal color touchscreen that's part of the GMC infotainment system, and a 12.3-inch diagonal color driver information center display. It also features a Bose premium sound system with 14 speakers. There's so much more to talk about, including the infinity roof, the impressive high-speed charging, all of the storage, including the space in the front for the removable roof panels but I'm almost out of time. Suffice it to say, I'm a little more than smitten, and just driving off with one to take home did cross my mind. However, they know where I live. Typically, we talk about reasons to buy or not buy, but this is a massive EV that can do just about anything you ask of it. Look, if you want to spend the day crawling over rocks and dirt, then rush home to take your kids to soccer practice, all while not stopping for gas and have a six-figure budget for your next vehicle, well, then after you're done listening to us, get to a dealer. Now let's shift to a look at the week ahead, which is really going to be dominated by the 2022 New York International Auto Show. The second U.S.-based show this year following the Chicago Auto Show, it too features a slightly less robust schedule than normal. But the event is expected to produce plenty of new product introductions. In fact, we've already seen teases of new iterations of the Kia Telluride, now available in X-Pro trim for the 2023 model year. 
Hyundai's also offered a few glimpses of its next version of the full-size Palisade. The press preview is Wednesday and will be on site covering the breaking news and vehicle debuts as they happen. Stellantis will hold its annual meeting on Wednesday as well, and while these events don't always bring big news, we'll have our ear to the ground to report anything that arises. That's what we're following for the week ahead. Now let's go to Larry for a look at this week in automotive history. Larry? Thanks, Mike. Time to take a road trip back into the self-propelled past with this week in automotive history. This week in 1940, General Motors unveils the Buick Y-Job, the industry's first concept car. Designed in 1938 and revealed two years later, it features such advanced styling cues as hidden headlamps, flush door handles, power windows, and a power convertible top that stows beneath a hard cover. Built on a Buick Super chassis and using its 5.2-liter eight-cylinder engine, GM design chief Harley Earl drives it until 1951. In 1947, Henry Ford dies at his residence Fairlane in Dearborn, following a cerebral hemorrhage at the age of 83. His estate is valued at $205 million and is left to the Ford Foundation. But ironically, the man who motorized 20th century America dies by candlelight, after flooding on the Rouge River cuts off electric power. In 1959, the British automaker known primarily for making limousine and hearses introduces the Daimler Dart sports car at the New York Motor Show. Unofficially voted the ugliest car at the show, its name is changed to SP250 after Chrysler Corporation threatens legal action. Yes, its 140-horsepower V8 provides good performance, but the car's doors tend to open while driving. Oops. Financially troubled, Daimler is acquired by Jaguar two years later. In 1968, Lincoln introduces the Continental Mark III, a successor to the 1956 Continental Mark II. The car's styling is the result of Ford Motor Company Group Vice President Lee Iacocca asking the special development studio to put a Rolls-Royce grill on a Thunderbird. A major sales success, the Continental styling influences Lincoln design for decades. And that's the road we've traveled this week in automotive history. For TheDetroitBureau.com, I'm Larry Prince. Thanks, Larry, and that's it for now. You've been listening to TheDetroitBureau.com's Headlight News. I'm Paul Eisenstein.